Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. Welcome to Castology, the podcast where we love listening to podcasts and we like to roar, roar. No. Yeah. No. Yep. You made a yep. reference to something that happened off air. You yep. can't do I can. that. I can. I just did. It's not even something like, literally you made that for two people. Yep. I did. Um, Sometimes you just got to do it and I just did it. So. Okay, look, well now I have to explain yep. it. Fuck's sake. Feels and good. now now this is going to ruin it. I'm not going to find as much enjoyment in this meme. I just, got a, I just was looking at a meme and it made me giggle and it says... I wish I was a dinosaur. No school, no work, just raw, raw. <laughs> and I do, guys. I really do right now. Yeah. <laughs> we do like to raw, raw, but really now do. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liz is blushing. Anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Nick Bleeker. Across from me is... Zane C. Webber. To my left is... Liz Beth. And we're here to chat about some podcasts this week, which is super exciting. Uh, we don't have a theme this week. No. Um, dinosaurs would be cool, though. Dinosaurs... A dinosaur, dinosaur theme, po- yeah. Not gonna lie. I mean, I've brought one before. I don't. I haven't. What was that? I haven't brought one. Yeah, I think it was before your okay, time. It was science paleontology. Okay, yeah. cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So dinosaur theme. I feel theme. like that's pretty niche. <laughs> it is pretty dinosaur niche. Podcast? No, that's not niche <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, what? Okay, whatever. That's fine. Anyway, we're here to review, discuss some podcasts. So let's start with our recommendations this week, Liz. I will start with you. Okay, so this podcast um, is a podcast that I discovered. Uh, where did I find this? I think someone just mentioned it to me at work because I was talking about how fucking great a villain was in a particular show I was watching. And they said, Have you heard of the podcast? The villain was right. And I had not. And then I thought, Is that the one that Zane recommended way back when? Which was Villain Next Door? It was. Because I did do my research and check just <laughs> in case I did the thing where I recommended the same thing twice. Not that anyone here will have done that ever. No. I mean, it didn't make it to the episode. No, I caught it. I caught it in time. I mean, just. We were already a week delayed and then I picked it up. Have I ever tried to recommend one of your podcasts that you've recommended before? Yeah, but I... Because I know we've had it on the same... We've had the same podcast on the list before. But we always discover it because I go, hey! Yeah. Don't! Don't! Or, fine, you can have it because it means my homework's done. (laughs) Rah, rah, damn it. Okay, so the villain was right. That is when comedians Craig Fay and Rebecca Reeds review. So they so they watch movies and TV shows and kind of argue from the villain's perspective. So they go. The format is they go and watch a show, and sometimes they haven't seen. It's like a really famous movie, and they're like, "I've never seen this before," which is always fun. Yeah. Um, and then they argue from the villain's perspective why the villain was right. Um, I particularly, and they're very funny. Uh, Rebecca says a lot of the things out loud that I'm actually thinking <laughs> while I'm listening. I'm just like, I feel That's like we pleasant. would be really good friends because I feel like she's got a very similar sense of humour and, and pessimism to me. 
Um, particularly funny episodes that I enjoyed were um, Father of the Bride when they argue that the wedding is the villain and so they argue from the perspective that the wedding was right and George Banks was wrong. Um, and then uh, WandaVision where if you haven't listened to WandaVision or watch WandaVision and don't know who the villain was in WandaVision, I mean, can I spoil it from here? I feel like I think WandaVision's at a point where you can. Right. Skip ahead 30 seconds. Okay, cool. Okay, so basically they argue that Agatha yeah. was right in everything that she did, and fucking rightly so, I think. Um, but then sometimes there's more uh, dicey ones where you're like, hang on, there isn't really a villain in that movie, so then they pick yeah. someone mm. who did a shit thing and try and argue right. from their perspective, or they argue that someone was the villain when they're seen as a good person. So... Is it just visual media that they do? So, like, movies and, and just TV movies. shows? Just movies. Yeah, movies and TV shows. Um, and I just really like the amount of comedy that they get out of it. It's yeah, not cool. just, like, arguing and debating. I really think that they've got a really good rapport and they they make me laugh and that's really hard because I don't like actively <laughs> laughing at anything at the moment. No. But I found myself giggling in spite of myself. So, yeah. And plus it gave me a fun way to think of different villains in different movies and be like, hey, actually, you know, like that person was just minding their own business. Look, I have a bad habit of siding with the villain. Well, there's a thing, in, especially in Marvel at the moment, where they have really reasonable villains and then they yeah. have to commit mass genocide and then they go, oh, that's right, the thing that they yeah. were fighting for, they're bad, even <laughs> though their ideals are so right. I mean, again, like you could... Who's the villain in, in Black Panther? Like, yeah. <laughs> is yeah. it fair? Is it the Black Panther lineage? Is yeah, that I don't know. I, I don't know. Have they done Black Panther? I don't know. They did Legally Blonde, where they were arguing. Um, they were arguing for uh, what's the uh, Warner? Him, Warner, and the girl. What's the Victoria? Oh, Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. yeah. Um, where they were, and and Warner, they were just like, well, he's being honest. He's breaking up with her because that's not what he wants for his future. Yeah. Like, uh, she read into this. Like, she's not <laughs> the villain here. Mm. And then she stalks him all the way to school. Like, it's it's actually it's it's. I enjoy it. The villain was right. The true villain in that movie is definitely the, the professor, the, the legal establishment. <laughs> well, <laughs> like how you and have the to professor go who tries to touch up the student who is part of the legal establishment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's the law. The law is wrong. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, I, yeah, cool. I yeah like, that sounds like I fun. like the premise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zane. Okay, I am recommending a podcast called The Poison Room. Now, sounds like a fun room. What do you What do you think it's about? Poison. Okay. Room. Strong. Yeah. Well, yep. Okay. A room full of poison. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually Alcohol? about banned books. Uh, oh. Or dangerous writing. So uh, basically it's talking about like the very first anti-vaccination literature or the anarchist cookbook, uh, burned books or re- even re- like ridiculous laws or uh, like how holy texts are misinterpreted. Um, so, yeah, so it's kind of about history of books and how we treat literature and what classifies as like dangerous reading and like what, how people try to protect people from information. Because um, people are assholes. Most of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I yeah. think, I think, uh, I mean, we all know my thoughts on the matter. I mean, um, some books, like, they're not good, but everyone should be able to read them and be like, well, that's a piece of shit. Yeah, well, absolutely. Like, it, it's <laughs> unless also it's like about- actively a recruitment tool where at the end of the book it's like, if you want to do terrorism, call this number. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> 
it, that's kind of Mein Kampf, right? Yeah, I, well, yeah, exactly. But it's not like as literal as that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I found it really interesting. Pick pick whatever episode you want to listen to. Okay. Um, and no, I I'm not going to recommend anything for you here because you, Fine, if you can go just in any leave direction. us fucking flailing then. I I will if you if you are <laughs> wow. flailing, I will recommend you an episode. Okay, fine. Um, thanks, Sam. <laughs> Uh, but I really do enjoy, I really enjoyed the anti-vaccination episode um, just because like that's a text that I don't, I I don't agree with. So it's interesting to view it from like, yeah, I don't think, I think less people should read that, that information. Absolutely. Yeah. So but, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, the poison room. Like, oh, sorry. I've, there's just so <laughs> many anti-vaxxers on my Facebook at the moment. Yeah, weirdly. I just... Yeah. I want to flip it's, tables. It's, it's very, it's super interesting for me, the intersection, the Venn diagram of people who are anti-vaxxers because you have hippies and then you have old people and then you have conspiracy <laughs> theorists and then you have like weird, um, like anti-science religious people. And it's like, how do all of these people agree on this one thing? I don't understand. I, I don't, mm. I can't talk about but it. We don't need to talk about Let's anti-vaccination not. on this podcast recommendation. Foundation podcast. No, it's not no. what we do. Um, so let's just get a bit angry instead, because my recommendation this week, and look, we've put like a, a kind of what like a quasi ban on Q code and stuff, right? So I'm going to put my I'm going to put myself on a New York Times ban because this is the last okay. one I'm going to recommend. All I right. promise. So I've got a recommendation uh, from the New York Times for a podcast called Day X. Um, now this podcast. Uh, goes into the rise of um, far-right extremism in Germany. Um, so enjoy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Had to be done. Look, if anyone wants to cast me in a play where I get to scream at someone and cry at the moment, I need to work some world shit out. Yeah. So, um, I don't like far Oh, everything's depressing. Um, this, one, this one is very much rooted, obviously, quite in like, the rise of... Uh, neo Nazis. I would. You, I guess it would be like neo Nazism in Germany, but yeah, yeah. Um, for the most part, it's very much like the far right extremism that's kind of that's been a problem in Germany. I, I know that's like it's not isolated to Germany specifically, but there's been quite a lot of things that there's kind of an intersection on like immigrants and like um, refugees that are kind of being brought in and used as kind of scapegoats for this particular movement of people that are trying to bring down the German government. Um, so the New York Times have done like an investigative piece about it. I'm pretty sure it's. It has one more episode to go, I think. At the time, time of recording. At the, at the time yeah. of recording, sorry, yeah. Um, but it is, I thought it was a really fascinating list. New York Times, they, they just do really, really good work. Fair warning, far-right extremism, if it's not your thing, honestly, I'm not going to be too I fussy mean, if you press shit, it's past. not my thing, but I still... <laughs> but you're going to do it. I still am, well, it's my job Yeah, now, exactly. Okay. Um, but yeah, honestly, I thought it was really, really interesting. I had no idea about Learning about, about far-right so. extremism could be my thing, but far-right <laughs> extremism is not my thing. Is, well, yeah, good to clarify that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's called Day X from the New York Times. So okay. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so let's go to our recommendations from last week. Now, I want to start with me because mine was a huge fuck up and we need to start there and we need to get that. We just need to get it out of the way. Done, get it done, get it I don't think it was finished. huge. Okay, I think that, it was a really well-produced podcast. Okay, all right. About rock climbing. Yeah, so my recommendation last <laughs> week was climbing gold. Now, full disclosure, I said last week, I recommended it. It was supposed to be for our niche episode, but I put it on the wrong thing. So. Look, honestly, in terms of fuck-ups that Nick has done, it's less bad than the, I thought we already recommended this, so I just listened to the old one, one. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, old-timey crummy. Um, <laughs> so Climbing Gold is a podcast about rock climbing, 
not to simplify it, it is literally more along the lines of like the growth of the sport and like what it's doing at the Olympics, what it's doing in sort of like yeah. urban areas and how people uh, approach like free solo indoor rock climbing and all that sort of stuff. So what did you think? So I listened to an episode about base jumping because I think mm. base jumpers are insane. And as it turns out, after certain people have brushes with death, they also then begin to think <laughs> base jumpers are insane. Um, it was a really interesting episode as to why someone would want to hurl themselves off a fucking cliff. Um, and, you know, especially after they've heard a lot of people die, and there's this woman, this woman whose husband she watched die, and she's like, yeah, I'm still doing it. And I'm like, why? Um, and I found it very funny at one point. They were talking about how, like, this guy, he was a little bit tired, and because when you get tired, it's like you're drunk. And so he jumped, and he thought everything was going great, but his angle was all wrong, and he nearly died. Um, and then they cut to the guy going, after the break, things go wrong. And I'm like, after the break, he nearly died. <laughs> he nearly died harder. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it was it, uh, the fact that I can talk this detailed about a fucking episode on rock climbing yeah. says to me that it was engaging because I don't normally remember details of shit that I'm bored with. Great so, success. I mean, this I wouldn't listen huge. to more than one episode, but the episode <laughs> on base jumping was really interesting. I mean, this is this is the kind of podcast very similar to the the trucking podcast that you yeah, yeah, yeah. to us. Yeah. It is a really interesting insight to a group of people who have a shared experience that I'm not particularly interested in exploring myself. So having a window into their world. And you find out that Surprise, surprise, these people are actually pretty interesting individuals who just exist in a world so separate from mine. Um, I listened uh, to a couple of episodes. The one that stuck with me was kind of talking to a woman about how she got into rock climbing. Because again, like, what is, how? why rock climbing? Yeah. Why climb up a wall? Why climb up a cliff? Um and yeah, kind of her journey into climbing this this quite imposing uh, imposing climb, but also it then went into like if we if it's there, do we have to climb it? And talking about native title, but in America, and yeah, it yeah, all yeah, falls yeah. in the forest and no one climbs it. No, <laughs> about whether or not it's respectful for climbers to. Climb, climb these national these monuments that mean something to the Native Americans or the, it's the not. Indigenous Americans. <laughs> yeah, well, unless they say it's fine, then it's not fine. Not necessarily fine. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it, it's talking about really interesting things uh, in conjunction to rock climbing. Like this is by no means a failure on on your part, oh, Nick, to, to bring nice. this podcast. It's a very interesting <laughs> podcast. I mean, it's, it's just, a failure in where he brought it. Uh, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to subscribe to it. But definitely, I have a couple friends who are interested in rock climbers, rock climbing, who will do it. Yeah, I'll if you're interested to hear to. about crazy base jumping shit. <laughs> Good. I mean, even hobbyists, I think this will give you a great kind of overview of like everything that is happening. It's a like good place to jump off? No. Uh, no. no. <laughs> Usually, rock climbers aren't big jumpers. Base jumpers are. Base jumpers are. I was just talking about kind. base jumping. It's <laughs> the one kind. There was uh, president. <laughs> rah rah. Rah rah. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, excellent. So, cool. Yeah. Great. Well, that's completely validated this choice. And now I have to work harder to make more fucking yeah. niche podcasts. Work Fuck. harder. <laughs> and I will say, I don't think this would have been a great niche podcast. It's too interesting. It's, well, it's, too, it's, interesting, it's too interesting. It takes, it's it too takes broad. A, a niche topic and then expands Bans it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. Do, you, there's so many things you can talk about. <laughs> yeah, which is Rocks, kind of climbing, climbing <laughs> jumping stone off clearing, rocks. holding on to rocks. Holding on to rocks. <laughs> Throwing rocks. All right. The Olympics soon, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rock dancing. Like yeah, well, I mean, Olympics, I'm still in for it. If you want to put it up, I'd watch. <laughs> Audience of one. Uh, cool. All right. We're going to move on. Um, Liz, I want to do your recommendation from last week. Oh, God. What did I recommend last week? Million. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I was looking at a different page. because Particularly I was setting season my, one. I was setting myself up for Zane's recommendation because I thought you were going to go there, so I had all my red line stuff out. <laughs> um, yes, Hollywood Con Queen uh, from Chameleon, particularly season one, season two, can't vouch for season one, weird-ass scam that was sending movie people, high-powered Hollywood executives, in quote marks, were sending movie people to Indonesia to do weird scouting locations and apply for jobs that just didn't exist. And it's weird as shit. What did you think? How far did you get? I'm two episodes in. Mm-hmm. Haven't listened to, but I am going to be listening to more of it. It's very confusing, very interesting. It only gets it only gets it only gets more interesting and slightly more confusing. Like so, at, at any point, uh, questions am are I answered. Less confu- okay, yes, good. questions. Because if there was no answers, no, no, no. I would be very. Questions angry. are a hundred and fifty percent answered, okay, okay, even though right. that's not possible. Like it's yeah. answered, but the the scam gets weirder before, okay. and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Because <laughs> I have, have actually heard of this scam before. I can't remember how it resolved, but I remember hearing about it. Um, well, uh. uh COVID put a bit of a dampener on that uh, particular scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would I would compare this to Wondery in its production style. Yeah. Um, so it's very well produced and kind of very cohesive the whole way through. Uh, I think the story is so far is interestingly told. Like not it it hasn't lost me at any point. Um I haven't drifted off, which is sometimes some mm. if the production isn't there, I will yeah. drift off. Um so yeah, I'm I'm interested in hearing the rest of this. I need when you when you get to a point and you'll know what point it is when you get there, I need <laughs> you to text me and tell me what you think. Okay. <laughs> So I decided to go against the grain. I listened to season two to, to oh. start with because um, I was like, you know what, high roller, I'm feeling, I'm feeling that. How is it? I mean, tell us. Not great. Okay. Uh, so much so, I actually I checked out on every episode that I listened. I listened to four. I checked oh, out geez. on every single one of them. Yeah. And I thought it was because mainly I was like, this is nowhere near as interesting as I thought it would be in terms of its like of, of the con itself. Yeah. Um, thinking you know like because it's it is all about like high like high rolling lifestyle that sort of stuff but for me I was like this is why I'm, I ch- I'm checking out every time I listen to it like mm. every time and I kept mm. going and I, it was really hard for me to really follow what was going on because I kept finding myself going and doing something or like checking out whenever the ads came on again yeah, ads yeah. are pretty obnoxious unfortunately I think it's because they've got like it's one of those in- the self-integrating ones or whatever yeah, it is yeah. which is again that's their choice that's fine um, but again where it's really obnoxious that's where it really takes away from the actual power of the story um, so I went back and listened to the first episode of season one and I'm like I should have just fucking started here because this is just a much more interesting mystery than what High Roll is presenting well I think I think Hollywood Con Queen did so well that they're like okay we've got to do a 
second season, um, whereas the end of the first season of the end of Hollywood Con Queen, is, 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 there's a conclusion. Like yeah, there's not yeah. a hell of a lot m- yeah. much further you can follow it. And, and, and I get that like obviously they want to continue with the, that idea of like the, the con people and that, that are able to blend obviously the name Chameleon. But I think just going off by how things shake out, because I did do a bit of reading on the first season because I was just like, all right, well, the second season's really not hitting, so yeah. what's the first? By the sounds of it, they should have just stopped after that, really. Um, I mean, but I can't speak to that because the second yeah. season is a different story, right? Yeah, it's like a completely, completely different, different story. story. Yeah, yeah. So and it's I basically think they follow a few different people and a few different cons rather than the the one con. Yeah, yeah. All it's like right. it's kind of like a couple of sort of threads. But for the most part, I would recommend going just for the first season and avoiding the second because the second is just it it did scream to me kind of like yeah. a Wandry show, but without kind of the the punch that Wondery sometimes yeah. ha- sometimes has like mm. I know Wondery does is very hit and miss these days but I remember you know when Wondery stuff the hits it really hits yeah, yeah 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 Golden Age stuff well, really hits the end of the end of Hollywood Con Queen is is really interesting because it's where their podcast making catches up to the con and so the con has to change because they know that they've been caught right. so it's it's quite interesting in that the game is literally it, it, there's one episode where they're like okay we're recording this now it's been one hour and everything's changed because they heard we were on yep. to us kind of thing yeah so and i think the hosts of the first season actually don't do any work well they're sorry they don't uh they're not part of like the actual presenting team right for the second season and they make a note of that at, at the top of the, the second season yeah. hey like we're not doing it we've got someone else doing it right so it's like a different a different team just working on the same thing 100 percent. Yeah, yeah yeah they've just got like a new person that's running that's kind of like hosting the show I guess Fair, or presenting yeah. everything yeah. so yeah cool well yeah I, like I, I actually reckon you'd really dig the first season yeah I mean listening to the first episode I was like the central mystery to me is already more of a hook than the second season yeah. has been so I mean good advice for our listeners yeah yeah because I couldn't vouch for the second <laughs> season I didn't listen <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. Um, let's go on to our last recommendation, which was yours, Zane. Yeah, I recommended The Red Line, which was is a geopolitical, uh, the podcast of a geopolitical think tank uh, based in Australia that deals with foreign affairs and kind of is there to kind of do a deep dive uh, every episode on a different foreign conflict or foreign affairs uh, topic so that the general public can kind of be appraised of these things that aren't covered in mainstream media. This guy's voice is hot. <laughs> Sorry. Like, uh, he's got a really good voice. Yes. And he... I was just like, damn. Mm. Like, primo. Yeah. yeah. Nick's like, yeah. No, he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's undeniable. This guy has a really good it's voice. It's a good voice. Oh, yeah, for, absolutely. For radio and podcast. Yeah. But he sounds hot. Anyway. <laughs> that aside, I listened to the episode on conflict diamonds ah, um, yep. because I've always been fascinated with the fact of why someone would bother. Um, I've like even when I, when I was young and innocent, had dreams of getting proposed to and <laughs> marriage and weddings. I was always like, buy me a fake diamond yeah. in white gold and we'll spend money on travel because yep. I don't understand why people spend money on it. And it turns out it's because De Beers. Yeah, because um, there's a monopoly <laughs> that they spent years and money. To yeah, fascinating, maintain. fascinating. It it because I knew I knew that you know that the whole you know spend two or three months salary on a diamond was an advertising campaign by De Beers, but that's about the extent of it. Yeah. So listening about you know like why conflict diamonds are actually conflict diamonds and and how they control that and the fact that there was a really nice mix of again this is a good format podcast. 
podcast where there's a nice mix of, of scripted storytelling, um, sound mixing and interviews yeah. uh, to be able to get your point across in a way that is in no way, you know, like it's exciting and dynamic because yeah. um, I'm sick of just plain interviews. Yeah, well, the goal, the goal of this podcast is to speak to three global experts on the topic. Yeah. And then basically fact check what they say and then do the curated information in between. it's goal. I enjoyed the... And I've only listened to one, to be fair. I'm drowning at work at the moment. But that one episode, really good, really easy to listen to voice. Like, (laughs) 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 Look, podcast art... I've got to give it a big tick. Yeah. That is really right. strong podcast. Oh, and we also I'm, need to point out it's The Red Line because yes. there is also a podcast called Red Line. Yeah. Oh, the Red Line. I didn't pick up on that. Yes. Yeah. The Red Line. Um, look, I really, really enjoyed this. I, it's very funny because I was listening to the, the Japan in the Quad episode and I was like, this feels like just guys being dudes talking about, like, you know, war. And <laughs> you kind of go, yeah. <laughs> and, like, it very – okay, the way that I kind of described it in my notes – I felt like I was sitting down with a bunch of people who have served in the military yeah. and they're talking about conflict and I'm just there to try and enjoy my beer and have fun with my friends. Yeah. And like <laughs> maybe it's just the frame of mind that I was in. Because yeah, I feel it, like because, that might not have been the episode for you. Because the content was was honestly very, very interesting. Yeah. And honestly, if you go down that list, like so I listened to Japan in the Quad and the next phase in cyber warfare because like yep. technology is sick. But there is a, a there is literally a laundry list of absolutely fascinating sounding conflicts and, and, and you know, geopolitical dramas but for me like it's a really good show but for me it was very much like a I need to be in the right frame of mind for this because I was sitting there being like oh my god I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm so just you're just like they're like we've served and look at all this important shit we've done and you're like well I'm a piece of shit yeah I was just I was like how's the beer guys um and but again it is incredibly well informed yeah. and I think that's the thing that really stands out for me with this especially because I know that we have done sort of I can't remember the one that we did a few weeks ago that um, we were talking about it was like a ge- it was a kind of geopolitical investigative journalism one that you recommended oh yes uh, I can't remember yeah I can't remember uh, S- similar sort of vibes but I actually think that I vibed with this one a little bit more and I think honestly because the host is like Ooh, Michael Hilliard <laughs> um, what a voice um, but the actual display of the well, sorry the, the 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 audio display of the information for me is mm. what really really it's sets really it really nicely produced yeah 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 and formatted and it's curated beautifully yeah um, I don't know if I'd recommend it to anyone but I've actually subscribed to it because I I'm very curious to see how what like what's Listen next to the do you know what I mean one. like I do yeah. recommend that it's yeah. a good episode yeah. and I and I think for me I'm kind of looking at things being like oh that that like I mean not to sound like blase but like oh that conflict sounds interesting like, <laughs> you know like oh look at me with my white <laughs> Thinking, I'll listen I to that while I'm making up pims it's, in it's, the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting because I did an interview with with Michael Hilliard. Uh, he actually spoke about like how when he first started the podcast, it was he was talking as himself with kind of like joke and joviality and kind of I'm presenting this information and then people were like it should be a little bit more serious because you're talking about like really bad situations. Yeah, nasty, yeah. You nasty either need shit. to you yeah. either need to lean hard into comedy yeah. to make light of it not light of it, but to make to, to laugh because you'll cry otherwise. Yeah. Or you have to go super serious. You can't yeah. be like serious, serious <laughs> finger gun. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but I look at and I did say in my notes like this is like in capital letters, this is very, very serious. Oof. But to be fair, like you said, it, it needs to be that. Yeah. It, it can't be anything in between. I mean, it can be a comedy or it can literally be yeah. as in-depth as 
yeah. that is. Yeah. And I think that that is its strength. I, For me, like I said, I've subscribed to it because I'm really curious to see like what new things like pop up or yeah. how current things they they interpret like if there's a new conflict or something happens like in Australia or they're currently you know, working on an Ethiopia episode yeah so, right so like and that for me unfolding I'd be looking at it being like oh that's a current thing that I'm not sure about this is going to inform me much better about it Correct. so yeah this is a good this is a good chat good. and I I will say I did describe this as very serious but I never said dry it's I, I think yeah. they do keep it pretty pretty interesting yeah I thought so I ne- never once did I think I was like oh, this is like this is Zane dry this is <laughs> like <laughs> this is this, it's, it's I love that it's, that's, <laughs> that's a descriptor now it's a, it's I mean it's dry but is it Zane, Zane dry, dry. <laughs> it's it's dry I mean in the fact that it's like is you it know someone it's, reading a textbook monotonously <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah look Honestly, yeah, I re- really enjoyed it. So, yeah, this good. Is good. No, I'm glad. Cool. I'm, I'm yeah. glad because I, I really enjoy this podcast. I'm currently about halfway through the back catalogue. So, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It actually, speaking of, spe- you've gone through the back catalogue. Are there any standout episodes that you'd recommend for people that want to listen? Oh, let yeah. me bring up the, the list. Uh, so, you, you amuse yourselves. I'll bring up the list. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, the um, vacuum cleaner's out again. So, that's good. But I can't hear it. He's not vacuuming. I mean, the wall, which was a huge win. Um, I mean, what else did I do? You were both so bad at this. (laughs) (laughs) I was deliberately bad, man. I wasn't. Um, Okay, yeah. So China's Madagascar, the Vanilla Wars. Great episode. Um, So you listened to Japan and the Quad. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, Cyber Warfare is a great one. Uh, Also the one just after that, which is um, basically just the geopolitics of Uzbekistan um, is a great episode. I was interested in the how to manipulate an election, Trump, Murdoch and Brexit style. Which episode is that? 28. Okay, yeah, I'm not that far back yet. Yeah. Um, However, I really do like uh, the... um, uh, Lake Chad, which uh, nice. episode? Lake Chad. Yeah, which basically, it Lake Chad has shrunk ninety percent since nineteen sixty. Holy shit! And so, if I could say, it's a, Ooh. it's an issue. <laughs> it's an issue. It's, it's an, an issue. issue. It's an issue. <laughs> it's you. Um, cool. Yeah, because right. you know people need water to live. Wow, what a Who surprise. Knew? Who knew All indeed? of these things that we've learned listening to The Red Line. Yes. <laughs> the, the Red, red Line. line. Uh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. All right, let's um back announce uh, our recommendations from this week. Liz, yours was? Villain was right. What's it about? The villain being right. There we go. Nice and simple, Zane. The Poison Room, which isn't about poisons in rooms. It is about text that is dangerous through throughout history. It's scary. And I recommended Day X, a podcast about far right extremism in Germany. So, <laughs> You want to do a terrorism? Cool. No. no, listen to Day X. <laughs> um, you, you have been very fascism heavy the last. You you, you have influenced me. I you influenced me. I didn't start it. I brought one fascism podcast and it was after you brought fascism you, podcast. You have I been... I did fascism t- first. You fascism <laughs> first. I'm telling mum, you guys. <laughs> Good. That's your fault. <laughs> I, Zane I, and Nick are doing fascism again, Mom. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Look, Zane, you're just a bad influence on me. So I so. promise. I promise <laughs> for the next six episodes, I won't bring any fascism. Yeah, because you've already planned. I was going to say, yeah, I feel like. Of course I have. <laughs> you all should have as well. I think I'm like four. Uh, actually, no, I think yeah, I do I think have six, six in the can yeah. at the moment. 
um, including some for our, you know, later on down yeah. the line themed podcast. Yeah, I you know, to. I am yeah. 15% happier than when I walked in here. I'd always Good. enjoy this after, like, I'm in such a shit mood, and then I come in here, and then I laugh at uh, our dumb shit <laughs> and podcasts, and I leave 15 to 20 percent happier almost every time. Yeah, honestly, yeah. proven now, so we can put that as like a little thing. Yeah, yeah proven to improve your life by 15 percent or something. I, I assume we've already given a given Castology and Apple review, but oh, you know, yeah, you, I mean, you could yeah, give that it. one. Hell, I absolutely 15 percent happier. Oh, I might need to change my <laughs> review now. I did. I, if you at home would like to give us a review, yeah. please do. It helps immensely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, um, you can also get us on that's not canon.com forward slash castology. There's a form that um, Zane deals with. So thanks. If you Zane. want to recommend either your podcast or a podcast of uh, that you listen to yes. that you think, hell, that's Zane Dry. I'm going to send <laughs> that's that in. Zane Dry. <laughs> <laughs> there have been people that have said this is a podcast for Zane and no one else. Yeah, and so, you know, and and look, I've even had this as a few Liz podcasts. So I'd like if you write in if you've got a Nick podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, please do. Actually, that'd and be great. Specify this is a Nick podcast because yeah. then he doesn't have to do as much of his homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, and you can also get us on social media as well. I noticed that Liz did post that, so thanks for doing that one. Liz, appreciate it. I yeah, done it I, w- I was wondering whether you were going to notice that I've just got sick of doing the emotional labour of asking you, so I, f- I started doing it again myself. I figured, I, I figured I'd thank you in person because that's Bless. just a bit more sincere than it is over Not over messenger. in person, but on air. On, on air, air too. Yeah. I mean, I love that that's on the record. Yeah, you know? good. You know, I'll, I'll happily fucking eat that one. So, yep. yeah. Anyway, um, I've been one of your hosts, Nick Across me has been... Zane C. Weber. <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> to my left. Liz. Best. <laughs> Keep listening to podcasts, people. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.